2: For first deposit matchup to $100, prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.
0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever or wherever you're listening to this. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I am your host, Michael Clifford aka slim cliffy joining me today now that he's done power bombing tom wilson through a comprehensive chinese buffet table is our single entry assassin mr joshua harris josh how you doing today
1: i mean the rangers went out and got toughness for the caps and they didn't even do anything so like just burn it down already.
0: <laughs> I mean, we'll we'll talk about the Rangers later, but I think people are a little bit down uh, on New York off of off of one game. We'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. Just oh, wanted to give uh, a quick thank you to uh, Yahoo Fantasy. Yahoo Fantasy Sports is is sponsoring our show today. We do have a little, uh, not a giveaway, a little promo from them. We'll talk about that later. Thanks uh, to Yahoo. Um, before we dive into everything, while we're while uh, we're just getting things going, if you guys could throw us a like and a subscribe, especially a subscription here. Uh, really helps uh, grow the channel, uh, really helps uh, keep these shows coming. I mean, we have offers, we have giveaways, we have a whole bunch of stuff coming almost every day here, whether it's on the Hockey Channel or whether we're doing PGA or NFL or whatever it is. So um, be sure to like and subscribe. And we do have some premium tools and data up on the site today. Um, we have our Thursday night football top plays. Uh, anybody playing the Thursday night football showdown slate tonight. And we also have MLB showdown single game ownership projections game five uh, between the Giants and the Dodgers tonight. So we have uh, some MLB and we have some NFL tools up on the site. Uh, if you guys want to check it out, see what we're all about before diving into subscri- subscription. All right, let's talk about last night real, real quick. I saw uh, you cash, Josh. Good for you. I got absolutely smoked because I had only one lineup with Alex Ovechkin in it. And Ovechkin had uh, a four-point night. So he was in the winning lineups uh, all across the board, put up nearly 40 DK points. Um, Anything stick out to you last night outside of Ovechkin uh, going absolutely nuclear?
1: Uh, That it doesn't matter if it's a 27-game slate, McDavid's going to be 27 25% Twenty-five percent owned, regardless. Like it's just gonna happen. He could be twelve thousand four hundred on a nine-game slate. He's still gonna be owned. Just the like, name.
0: Yeah, uh, honestly, like I don't have the numbers to back this up, but one thing I just do in my head is like whatever we have for p- projected for McDavid, I usually just add like ten percent because people are just like a lot of people will just slam him in because it's it's a name they know. Like we went through with this with Ovechkin like five years ago. Um, like Ovechkin would be like fifty percent owned every slate because. You know, he was scoring 50 goals, taking five shots a game, and, and he was the name everybody knew. I, th- I think we're running into that with McDavid here. So, yeah, he was over 50% owned in the 20 max last night on a five-game slate, uh, just to give you uh, a little uh, taste of, of what his ownership will be like for most of the season. Uh, Mim price guys got there. Uh, we had Andre Kasha as a play. He got there, uh, shot on goal bonus, almost got the combo meal. Bowen Byram, goal and an assist for uh, Colorado. Um, how are we going to treat these Colorado defensemen? Because, you know, on the show yesterday with Jake, I said, you know, Byram and McCarr uh, both in play for me, but obviously they're a completely different ends of the pricing spectrum. So how do you handle a situation like that?
1: Uh, it depends on my build. You know what I mean? Like if I'm going to slam in some Colorado power play, I think, you know, it's going to be hard to fit McCarr and Byron makes sense, but on the opposite of that spectrum if Byron keeps having games like that, he's going to get priced up really quickly. But for now, you know, a way to get i don't want to say contrarian because like on a smaller slate with mckinnon back you know colorado power play is going to be popular but paying up for mccarr is a good way probably to get different there because people are just going to gravitate towards Byron with the the savings and try to you know differentiate a bit elsewhere so sometimes paying up for a defenseman is a is a good way to get uh a lower owned on like the three or four players you have in the same stack
0: yeah, we'll talk about one of those situations, I think, a little bit later uh, in Tampa Bay. I think we might have a similar situation between uh, Hedman and Sergeyev, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Let's start uh, with these games. We'll get to our first game of the night. We have the Montreal Canadiens with a 3.0 implied goal total going into Buffalo. The Buffalo Sabres have a 2.6 implied goal total. Buffalo is, uh, this is their home opener, first game of the season. Montreal played last night, so this is a back-to-back for the Habs. Uh, they already announced Sam Montembeau is starting for the Habs. Now, if anybody's not familiar with Sam Montembeau, uh, there's probably a good reason for that. He was, I think, the fifth goalie in Florida behind Bobrovsky, Spencer Knight, Chris Tridger, and another one of their rookies. Like, I'm pretty sure Montembeau was no higher than fourth in the Florida pecking order, which is why he's now uh, in Montreal. Needless to say, he's not a top-end goalie. Um but this is the Buffalo Sabres. Um, they, they they have a fairly low total, not a lot of exciting players, uh, but they are very cheap, and there are a lot of expensive players elsewhere on this slate. So what do you see here, Josh?
1: I'm surprised that the Sabres actually have a 2.6 goal total. <laughs> like To me, I thought it was going to be like 2.1, 2.2. 2.6 is a, is a bit interesting, and it kind of reflects in the ownership here. You're looking at the, the Tage Thompson line. Like The Osmo projects them around 9 10%, which is a bit shocking for me. Uh, I'm kind of out on Buffalo tonight. Uh, I know it's a back-to-back and Montembeau is an unknown, but, you know, Montreal's pretty deep despite having injury problems. Like, they're obviously a better team. It is a back-to-back, but we kind of got desensitized to -to back-to-backs last year with, like, oh, you know, this is the fourth game in a row. They're in Ottawa. So, you know, we're kind of desensitized to it. But on a nine-game slate, you know, targeting a back-to-back could be good, but I I just can't get behind the Sabres here. Like, I don't mind Olsen at at 3,400 on the top power play, but he's coming in around 10%. Like, I just can't play a Buffalo Sabre on a nine-game slate at 10%. And then on the flip side, like, I kind of like Montreal again tonight. Like, it's Craig Anderson in that. Like, Craig Anderson, 647 years old. Yeah, Montreal's on up back-to-back, but, like, this Buffalo team probably would have to, like – go on a hot streak just to make the playoffs in the AHL. So like these, these ownership percentages are so low, 9%. I think in GPPs, like, especially if you're making 20 plus lineups, I think you can have, uh you know, Montreal one, they're coming in around three, 4%. Like they're fully correlated on the power play. There's no defensive matchup that the Sabres are going to throw at them. That's threatening. So like, I like that line Montreal two they're cheaper than they were yesterday and they had the only goal against Toronto. Now they're get Craig Anderson in net with a blue line. That's not even close to as good. So I think you can go there. And obviously Brandon Gallagher is going to be a popular target, top power play 3,400. It's one of the biggest misprices on the slate. He's going to be popular in cash for good reason. So I think there's a lot to like on this Canadian, this Canadian side. And in GPPs at this ownership, I think, especially if you're MMEing that you got to get some pieces here.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm glad you brought up Gallagher. Ice time down a little bit from where we'd normally expect him, given that he's on the third line. But he played 14 and a half minutes. I mean, he's a guy that can actually put up five shots in that amount of ice time. So, uh, yeah, I agree with you. One thing I will mention about his PP time, the last power play last night, they put Jonathan Drew in on and took Gallagher off. So we don't, I mean... We, we just won't know until after the game starts, who's actually on the top power play unit. Like I'm I'm with you. I'm going to assume it's still Gallagher because they had him there for most of the game and they just had Joanne for one, you know, one, one minute shift. So it's just something to mention, but like, I'm with you. Like on the show yesterday, I said I was going to wait to see how good Montreal two looked. They looked pretty good yesterday. Like I thought they were their best line uh, against Toronto. And like, like you said, there's not a whole lot of ownership here on them. And again, like you said, it's Craig Anderson. He got ran out of Ottawa. That's, you know, that should tell you about the quality of goaltending that this team has right now. So I'm not full stacking Montreal anywhere, I don't think, but there are one-offs I do like. Like I do like one-offing Josh Anderson. I do, like you mentioned, uh, Brendan Gallagher, I think he's a good one-off. I mean, Brett Kulak, I think he was a good play yesterday. He's definitely not a good play today. Uh, his price came up quite a bit Um, we'll get to defensemen in a second on the Buffalo side I honestly I don't mind Middlestat and Skinner Um, my problem is is that they're coming in way too high owned like even at like six or seven percent that's too high owned for me for Buffalo on a nine game slate so I'm gonna have some Skinner here tonight but it's probably gonna be more of the one-off variety so I think that's all I'm gonna be having all over this game as one-offs, you know, Jeff Skinner, Brendan Gallagher, Josh Anderson, those types of things. Um, On the blue line, there just isn't a whole lot to get excited about. I mean, Rasmus Dolan, obviously if you're playing Buffalo, he's fine for 3,700. I think Ben Sherratt with his minutes is okay for 3,800. Anybody else stick out to
1: you? I mean, David Savard had like four or five block shots last night, so if you think he's gonna do that again, you want a bonus, I think that's fine. But there's so many good value defensemen tonight. Like, in the mid-threes, I think there's way better options than, you know, Savard and Sherratt.
0: Yeah, okay. And I assume we're not playing $8,000 Sam Montembeau on the road?
1: Yeah, I mean, unless you're like 150 max and you just correlate with your Montreal. But goalies in this game, I'm, you know, throwing up the garlic and scare away the vampires and move on. (laughs)
0: Yeah, throw throw up the crucifix, put some garlic around. No Buffalo goalies on this site. All right, let's move it along. Let's get to our next game. We have Toronto with a 3.6 implied goal total going into Ottawa. Ottawa has a 2.8 implied goal total. Uh, Toronto, again, one of the teams that played yesterday. So it's a back-to-back for them. Again, no Austin Matthews. Um, Ottawa is going to be without Brady Kachuk, even though he finally signed his new contract today. Uh, Timmy Stu, Jimmy Stu, Tim Stutzla on the top line with Jake ba- Drake Batherson and Josh Norris for Ottawa. Uh, Toronto has one of the higher totals on the slate with the 3.6, but it's on the road with the back to back, but it is the Ottawa senators missing their best forward. What do you think here, Josh?
1: It can be interesting to see how they line match because with, with Brady Kachuk there, they usually sent them out against top comp, you know, you know, the Leafs are missing Marner here or not Marner. Well, he's sometimes absent on the ice, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, So I kind of like this top line for Ottawa tonight, Uh, Stutzel and Norris-Batherson. They're fully correlated on the power play. Leafs are on a back-to-back. They're not fully healthy yet. They don't have a great defensive line yet. Like when it was like Matthews, Marner, Thornton, you know, like last year – they were kind of slow paced, but their offensive numbers were ridiculous and their defense numbers were good. But like Nick Ritchie on the top line, doesn't expire like inspire defensive confidence. You know, bunting is a nice offensive player, not great defensively. Kerfoot is your two C not great. So like, regardless of the line matching, I think, you know, at the ownership, like for three, 4% on Ottawa one here, fully correlated. I think, you know, you can do it. Like the the Toronto blue line, They didn't make vast improvements from last year and, you know, they can be had. So I, I, kind of like this Ottawa top line, uh, moving down the lineup, not much else. I really like, if you want to, you know, one off a Connor Brown, because he's on top power play, I think that's fine. And then on the Toronto side, you know, you're looking at the Osmo top stacks tool. They have Toronto one as the top stack of the night, and it's a pretty decent leverage spot because they're, uh, Oh, no, it's a little bit under-leverage because they have a 21% chance to the top two stack and a 22% ownership. So, you know, you kind of kind of make a decision there. Like, for me, with that ownership, I'm going to fade. If it was Austin Matthews, yeah, maybe i consider it. But with Tavares there on a back-to-back at that ownership, I think I'm going to fade. Um, where, I, where I like this game, maybe a little one-offs is a bunting or a knee-lander going to go after that second line. Because after, you know, if you assume Norris is going to go up against Tavares, after that, the Ottawa depth and defense gets a really, really shaky. So I think, you know, that second line, even Andre Kasha, again, still min priced I think there's some one-offs you can like from the Toronto side.
0: Yeah, Andre Kasha, we're going to mention him again. He was min priced yesterday, six shots, two blocks. He's mid-priced again today uh, in what should be a better matchup. So uh, Andre Kasha definitely on our radar again. I'm with you on Ottawa one. I like them here tonight flat out. Like, Tim, St- Tim Stutzla. It, he might be as good as Brady Kachuk. Like, we don't really know yet. Like, Stozo just finished his first season as an 18-year-old in the NHL. Um, and he had a lot of positive metrics. I was looking, like, positive shot metrics and and shots off passes and movement and stuff like that. Um, so I think he could do well uh, on that line. And like you said, at that ownership, I'm, I'm probably going to take a stab. Toronto one, I'm staying away from. Like, we mentioned yesterday on the show when Mitch Marner's on the ice without Austin Matthews, and this goes back three years and it's a sample of over a thousand minutes, his on ice expected goals rate cuts in half, like literally half. Like it's just the Austin Matthews is too big of a driver to, you know, only get like $2,000 savings off the line or something like that. Uh, And they're coming in over 20% on the road on a nine game slate. Like, yeah, that's just a hard pass for me. I'm with you. I like Toronto too, a lot more. Um, I don't mind full stacking them. We do have them uh, over leveraged a little bit here um, on, on our top stacks tool, but I, I'm, I'm with you. I still think it's a great matchup. If they come in at like five or 6%, I really don't care. Um, I do like Toronto too here tonight. So um, Ottawa too, I just want to mention Shane Pinto. He was, he was one of those prospects that divided people. Some people thought he could be like a future superstar. Some people thought he'd be out of the NHL by 25 he looked really – he looked good at the end of the season last year, uh, and he looked good all preseason. So, you know, if you want to dive down to, to Ottawa 2, I, I wouldn't hate that, but I think I would just stick with Ottawa 1 with all that power play exposure. They're going to get, you know, 19, 20 minutes and all that good stuff. So that's where I am in this game. Uh, Ottawa 1, uh, Toronto 2. Uh, on the blue line, like guys like Sandin and Zub – sorry, not Zub, Artem Zub, uh, I find are too expensive. Um, you know, I think Jake Muzzin is perfectly fine on DraftKings at 4,500. Uh, Morgan Riley, I guess if you want to correlate or something at 4,900, it's okay. I wouldn't play him as a one-off. What do you think about the blue line?
1: Yeah, I'm not, you know, enthusiastic on the Toronto side. On the Ottawa side, Zub is too expensive, unfortunately. Um, Zaitsev, again, he gets some secondary power play time, but there's so many guys in that price range on the top power play that I think I would pass. Um Thomas Chabat, if you're doing Ottawa 1, I think makes the most sense. It uh, does get a little pricey, but I think you can still do it.
0: Yep. All right. I agree with you. Um, before we go too much further, I see a super chat here from Nick Angel. He says, what's up, boys? I got to head to work, so I'm going to ask out of order. Thoughts on TB2 tonight? I'm really liking it. Sorry for asking about a game later. It is a later game uh, because you are uh, going to work. I'll give you my thoughts on TB2 tonight. I really like them. I like them a lot. Um, it looks like they're going to be matched up into Detroit's second line, and I think they're just going to shred Detroit's second line. So, um, I really liked, like Tampa Bay 2 isn't one of my favorite uh secondary lines, like, I do like Florida 2, Columbus 2 as well, but they'd be definitely amongst my top three or four.
1: Yeah, I think I like them better than Tampa Bay 1, you know, like as a full line. I don't know, I'm, I'm just big on Anthony Sorelli, I think he's a very good player, he's under 4,000. I know he doesn't get top power play time, but I, I just like his game.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, thanks Nick for the super chat. I really appreciate it. We do look at the chat. It's just, we have nine games today and we, uh, we have, we really do have to press to get through them, but we really do appreciate uh, your guys' support here um, at Awesomeo. Uh If you guys want to get access to all the great Awesomeo plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there, you can get an Osmo Plus weekly pass for just $29.95. It includes full access to all our premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including player projections, ownership projections, premium Slack chat, lineup builder, and a whole lot more. If you're a new user of Osmo Plus Platinum, then you can take advantage of the promo code we have for this show, which is PGA Live Before Lock, all caps, one word. No? It was on my- Anyways, all right. I guess that's not, uh, that's not one of our, our reads for... Okay. Well, all right. Well, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to uh, insert this a little bit later. We're just gonna jump to the next game then. Pittsburgh, two point eight implied goal total going into Florida. Florida, three point seven implied goal total. Uh, I mentioned to Josh before the show that Florida two is probably my favorite line on the whole slate. Um, they're actually by my numbers the best value line that I've had so far this season. So Josh, talk me out of uh, a just the buttload of Florida two tonight.
1: I can't do it. I won't talk you out of it. I'll I'll add some I'll add some oil to the fire here. I, I really like the Florida Panthers tonight. It's not it's not going to be a secret. They have a 3.7 total. They're going up against the Penguins. You know Tristan Yari. You uh, torched him on opening night, and he ended up being like the only goalie that scored well. But um, you got to go back to the well here. Um, you know Verhagi Barkov, Reinhardt's Great line. But, like, they're going to get the Carter – I mean, it's not even, like, the top, like, oh, Crosby's out there, no Malkin. But Barkov's going to get the top comp. This bennett huberdeau Tippett line, they're so much cheaper, and they're going to get Evan Rodriguez. Like, Evan Rodriguez, not very good. Uh, if Sam Bennett is as good as he was at the end of last season, 4200 is an egregious misprice. 5300 on Huberdeau, egregious misprice. And Owen Tippett's not just some random guy. Like, he's actually pretty good. Uh, I know he's not on the top power play, but again, like if you want to get a bit different, how we always talk about the Panthers, like even last year, like if you want to start with a Barkov and then do like a Hubert o. Bennett with them or a Reinhardt, like the power play here is we're really like what I'm gonna focus on. But um, I'm gonna have some Florida one, but mostly I'm gonna have some Florida two. And then on the Pittsburgh side, I'm not gonna be full stacking anyone. Jeff Carter's price somehow went up after last game. Um I guess really like the only thing I kind of like is one offing like a in at 3,500 or a Danton Heinen at 3,300, but really like this, this is a Panthers game for me.
0: Yeah. I agree with you. One thing I want to mention about Pittsburgh is that Jake Gensel's off the COVID list, right? He was taken off. He's practiced twice. I think with him. I haven't seen an update so far yet today, but it wouldn't surprise me if Gensel played tonight, right? Like off the COVID list, I think it was on Sunday, practice Monday, practice yesterday. So I think Gensel has a shot uh, of playing tonight. Just watch uh, for warmups. Like I don't have a whole lot to add here. Florida too, like I said earlier, is my favorite value line. It's, my, it's the best value line I've had uh, on on my, in my numbers for the entire season so far. Uh, if, like if we look at our top stacks tool, they are starting to come up a lot in ownership. So I think what I'm going to do a lot with Florida is mix in some top line guys. So I'll do like Barkov, Bennett, Cuberto, you know, Reinhardt, Barkov, Bennett, you know, those types of things is because I want to get as much of that Florida top six uh, in this game as I want, uh, or as I, not as much, but I'm going to, they're probably going to be my highest exposure. Florida is going to be my highest exposure and they, they probably will be for a lot of people. Cause this is a six and a half total right? And it's something that we've talked about before, how, uh, the high totals game, high total games usually draw the ownership. Um, yeah, third line, I do like Frank Toronto as a little one-off. I think that Florida third line is a little bit underrated. On the blue line, I've noticed uh, like if you're correlating Latang with the top guys, that's fine. Le- Glad with the top guys, that's fine. Um, Gustav Forsling sticks out to me uh, under 4K on DraftKings. He's going to be the primary puck mover after Ekblad and Weegar, who are both on the same pair together. So, you know, if they score any goals without, you know, those two on the ice, it's probably going to, you know, Forsling's probably going to be around somehow.
1: Yeah, and if you're not, you know, power play stacking with Ekblad, I think Forsling's the guy that makes sense. He's probably going to see a decent amount of five on five time with that second line. So, yeah, I agree there. On the Pittsburgh side, outside of Latang, who is overpriced. Um, I don't know, John Marino was like, 4300 on opening nights down to 2600 get secondary power play time if you're using Pittsburgh i guess but like I'm really not high in Pittsburgh tonight. Okay,
0: fair enough. Uh just a quick check, the ad read I was supposed to do earlier uh was for NHL. Now, uh if you want to get uh into some NHL DFS, uh you can use the promo code crosscheck that's crosscheck uh, all one word, all cap, uh, all one word, all caps at checkout, and you get 75% off your first week of Osmo Plus NHL. That gives you access to our our player projections, ownership ownership projections, top stacks, lineup builder, premium Slack channel, all that stuff. Uh, the link is in the description uh, below the video. The offer is valid through October 18th. Stop guessing, start winning. Join Osmo Plus today. All right. Let's get to our next game. Dallas 2.8 implied goal total. New York Rangers 3.1 implied goal total. Um, the Rangers got like the Rangers got beat 5-1 last night, but Vitek Vanacek, statistically speaking, had by far the best goaltending performance of any goalie last night. The Rangers were expected to score over four goals, and they scored one. He, you know, Vanacek saved uh, the Capitals. To, mathematically speaking, over three goals. Like he was outstanding last night. So that's why I said earlier in the show that I think people are going to be down on the Rangers for what happened last night. But I don't think that game was as bad as it looked. I think it was a couple breakdowns, like, you know, Justin Schultz's power play goal. It was a bomb from the point that the flex off is advantage I had sticking in. Like, that's just bad luck. I think the score looked worse than the game actually was. And I'm hoping that drives some people off the Rangers. So, what do you think about your Rangers tonight here, Josh?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I mentioned in the chat yesterday with Gallant, they actually, like, back-checked for the first time in years. Like, when Dan Quinn was the coach, I, I didn't see a back-check. They played okay. I mean, you know, I understand wanting to get Igor uh, in net at the home opener. I was – you know, Georgiev isn't a slouch, so, like, I don't – I would prefer Igor to start yesterday, but I get it. Um, you know, the one thing I did notice, Capo looks like a man. He Like, he was a boy – he was a t- he looked like skinny captain america a few years ago now he's filled out he looks like he just needs to start finishing some chances but like 3300 on that second line of panarin and Strom, like lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky
0: lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office
1: more than once actually
0: do i have to say yes you do
2: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: He's going to get there, one of these slates. And I want, to, I want to get in on that before he gets up to like 5K. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of like Rangers 2 tonight, Strom, Panera, and Kako. I know they're on a back-to-back, but it's, you know, not as concerning to me as it was, you know, in years past. And it's the second game of the season. These people are, you know, these are professional athletes. They should be fresh on the second game of the season. Also, Jason Robertson's out, and I would imagine the Zabanjan line, not great defensively, is going to get the Sagan-Ben-Radjalev line. So, you know, that second line is going to get, Hints uh, Pavelski and Peterson. Uh, Pavelski, not great defensively, is also a dinosaur. So I don't mind that second line. If you want some of the first line, that's fine. It's just, you know, I, I'm kind of in a wait and see mode there. Kreider's in, on the other side for the first time in his career. Uh, Lafrenier, you know still trying to find his footing Mika's overpriced a tad so for me it's Rangers 2 on the Dallas side if you want to is there any is there any line in DFS over the five years that like got higher ownership and was like underwhelmed more than old Dallas one like it's just like when I see them together I'm like oh we got to play them but then they always disappoint but this might be a decent spot. Like, the disadvantage line, not great defensively. They are going to see Fox, which is a bit concerning, and Igor's is net. But I think at their ownership right now, we have them like 1%, 2%. I think you can take some GPP stabs. Uh, that second line, you know, they're kind of cheap with Peterson there. But, you know, i probably stick to just like a Henskiewski two-man. But they're, they're a bit overpriced for me. So, really, I don't like too much from this game. Uh, I think, you know, they're more MME lines for me.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that the interesting thing for me about, uh, Dallas too, uh, hints Pavelski Peterson is that it looks like they're all correlated on the power play together and the Rangers were heavily penalized last year. They took their fair share of penalties last night. Um, we saw their power play be, uh, or penalty kill, sorry, be let's say underwhelming. And I think you know, I think that's something Dallas uh, could take advantage of. And the nice thing about that Hinton-Pavelski line is it looks like they're getting Klingberg as their power play defenseman rather than Haskinen. And I think Klingberg is much better suited to be like a distributor on the power play than Haskinen is. So I do like that Dallas second line here tonight, I'll, uh, but I'm with you also like the Rangers second line. So I'm, both, I'm on both second lines uh, here tonight. Um, Dennis Gurianoff is the guy that's interesting me here. He's by himself on the third line. He doesn't, he's not going to get a ton of ownership, but he's a guy that I think makes a great one-off. He's not expensive. Um, he gets power play time. And I think he's turning into one of the better, like sh- goal scorers in hockey. He's just unheralded right now. So I like Gurianoff, um as a one-off. What do you like uh, for defensemen in this game? We have to mention Miro Haskinen. Um, looks like a mispricing on DraftKings at 3,800.
1: Oh yeah, if you're using any kind of power well, probably you got to put him in. I, I, he's fine as a one-off for me at 3,800. Um, you know, uh, Klingberg 5,500. I guess you can correlate with Dallas too if you're going there in GPPs. Uh, other than that, you know, maybe a Ryan Suter, but like that just feels wrong. Uh, Fox, if you're using Rangers power play, I think makes the most sense. Otherwise, you know, Keandre Miller 3,100 um, is a good play. Truba, if you have like. 45 to 5,000. I don't mind him. He's a good peripheral DFS player.
0: Yeah. Uh, Keandre Miller's price came down. He was the guy we talked about yesterday. He's the guy that I'm looking at again, 3,100. I'll say Adam Fox, he looked like a different defenseman last night than he did last year. And he won the Norris last year. And I mean that in a good way. Like he looked more assertive offensively. Like he looked more like Kale McCart and less like Dougie Hamilton, if that makes sense. And uh, that's, I think that's awesome to see from Fox um any either goalie in this one like Braden Holpe starting I think that's a, probably a big reason why we like Rangers too right
1: yeah I'm not it on Holpe Igor like I like if you're using Rangers always with Dallas like pace and shots on goal kind of concerning 7900 for that I think if you're correlating Rangers that's fine I don't know if I'm going to go out of my way to one off of Igor though
0: all right yeah I agree with that uh, let's move it along. New York Islanders, 2.6 implied goal total are going into Carolina. The Hurricanes have a 2.9 implied goal total. Uh, the Hurricanes have been jumbling their lines around a lot uh, all through preseason, but it looks like the latest iteration has the top line of Sebastian Aho with Jesperi Kokaniemi and Martin Natchez, and then the second line uh, of Vincent Trocek, uh, Andrei Svechnikov, and I'm missing one. Trochek, Trochek, Svechnikov, and Tarabine, uh, and and That's right. Uh, that entire second line of Trochek, Svechnikov, and Tarabine are fully co- correlated on the sec- on the on the top power play unit. Um, I think that's probably going to draw some ownership, but it's not really a great spot. So what do you see here, Josh?
1: Yeah, this game's kind of like an MME type thing for me. Like Carolina too is fully correlated. They're nice, uh, four or five percent. I don't know if they're going to be a primary focus for me. The Anders are a good team defensively. They get Anders Lee back from that injury. That second line was good all last season. Now they added the GOAT, Zach Parisi. I mean, on that third line, he's he's just cinder block. So maybe going after that third line might be a thing. But, you know, JGP is, you know, a decent player. Uh, Wallstrom should only improve. So this a low total. So I think in MME you can have – my favorite line is Carolina two. I think you can go there. Carolina one, they're going to be even less owned than Carolina two. Uh, it's never too early in the season for Marty Natchez. So I think you can go there. Their power play correlation isn't great, but, uh, and that, for that reason, I like Carolina two more Carolina three. I'm not a huge Jordan stall guy. Uh, it's hard for me to play Jordan stall on game, on slates with three, like more than three games. So I'm probably out on that third line on the Islander side. you you see the Islanders percentages, they're all coming in under 1%. So, you know, that top line looks pretty good. This is a tough matchup, but, you know, it is Freddie Anderson. You never know with Freddie, he can, you know, get get yanked after nine shots. He can have a 41 safe shutout, you know, with the Leafs, he was always like the man in October, or he was always terrible in October. So who knows, like this game just screams like two, one shootout. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. I, yeah. For me it's it's the Islanders second line. Um perfectly correlated on the power play and like you said coming in with almost no ownership. Like they they're coming in at signific at significantly less ownership than Carolina 2. Like Carolina 2, they they're not even high. They're coming in at somewhere between 4 and 5% and like you said the Islanders are coming in somewhere under 1%. So Uh, are coming in at a half percent. So like literally they're like by magnitude of 10, they're going to be much lower owned. So like, I'm not going to go crazy over Islanders too. Uh, I'm probably just going to have one, like maybe one out of 20 lineups or something like that, but I will make sure to have some of them, but I'm just not excited about this game at all. Like I I agree with you. I think we're going to see a lower scoring game. If I was to stack anything from Carolina, um, it would probably be the top line because like the top line losing Jordan Everly, I think that's a big loss. Like he is a very good um, transition player. Like he's very good at transitioning from defense to offense. And Kyle Palmieri's not. Kyle Palmieri's just a shot bot from the slot. So um we'll see how that top line does. But yeah, I'm not super excited about anything here. I might just have a little bit of Islanders too. You know, they did they were a really good line last year, right? Um Last year, 2.5 expected goals for 1.9 expected goals against. It's like a 57% expected goal share. That's just really, really good. So, yeah, I do like that Islander second line. Uh, on the blue line, anything sticking out to here, uh, here to you? Obviously, Noah Dobson, 2,700 top PP. Tony D'Angelo, 3,500 top PP. Anything else?
1: I, I think, you know, I'll save Noah Dobson for another time. I mean, at 2,700, if you want to play him you know, at his price, at top power play, I think that's fine. I'll wait for a better matchup. Like, most of these... These Carolina guys like are really good price, like Slavin at three thousand five hundred. Ethan Bear, top pair, twenty six hundred. Brady Shea, thirty three hundred. Brett Pesci, thirty four hundred. Tony D'Angelo, top power play, thirty five hundred. The only one I'm really like just kind of just cross off is Ian Cole. So like, there's a bunch of guys in Carolina that you can fit in. It's a personal preference if you want to one off.
0: Yep. All right. I agree with that. Uh, We have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NFL season to bring you some great offers, all of which you can find in the links in the description of this video. First, we have an exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo, sign up for an account via the link below, deposit and play, that's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you've played in your first paid contest, and we will reach out to you via email with your coupon you need immediate access because you want to play today, email support at Osmo.com and we'll get you set up. Just to emphasize one more time, this offer is for new Yahoo users only. You can also claim a free $10, which can be used for any, to enter any Yahoo contest, including our Osmo special for NFL Week 6, which is awarding $10,000 and a year of Osmo Plus Platinum the first place. That's, less, that's fewer than 2,000 spots available, so hurry up and enter right now. Make sure to use our DF, our premium DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. So that's if you want to go play over on Yahoo and you've never played before, uh, just go ahead and sign up uh, through the description in the link below. All right, let's move it along. We've got four games left to get to. This is the first one. Arizona two and a half goal total going into Columbus. Columbus has a three. 0.0 implied goal total i think you and i are kind of on the same players in this one so i'll let you lead the way
1: yeah at first i was like yeah man torts is out of columbus now i can start looking at them again I'm like oh crap this is going to be a bad money pit for me because <laughs> there is a lot that like if these stick together that i'm gonna because they're so cheap they're pretty good you know if you want to use that top line line a Texier, voracek that's fine but for me i really like the second line rossel Bjorkstrand, nyquist um The Coyotes don't exactly have anything that scares you in terms of forwards defensively. Jacob Chikrin's really good, but he doesn't play 60 minutes. He may get close a couple times, but um, he's not going to be out there. And then, like, after that, like, their defensive pairings, you know, Shane Gosses pair on the second pair, like, yeah, he's decent on the power play, but defensively not great. So this is is a good spot for Columbus. Um, Carter Hutton's not a very good goalie. So, yeah, Columbus 2, I really like. Columbus 1, I think if you want to play them, that's perfectly fine. I also like Columbus 3, Jenner, Sillinger, um, and Domi. They, they don't have great power play correlation, but they're so cheap, and they're going to get depth of the Coyotes, which is just – uh, uh,
0: Watch what you say about Dimitri Yaskin around these parts. Thank you very yeah. much.
1: Dmitri's the man, but he's playing with Antoine Roussel and Jay Beagle, who's somehow still in the NHL. <laughs> so, <laughs> poor Yaskin, get in the top six. What are we doing here? We're gonna start rioting pretty soon. But um yeah, I like Columbus two as my favorite. Uh Columbus three, even as a filler and some Columbus One on the um Coyote side. <laughs> I mean the top line is forward correlated on the top power play, but it like it's Lawson Krause. So I mean like that doesn't really excite you, but I guess. I mean, they also are coming in over 5%, so I'm kind of out on the forwards here. If you want a one-off Keller, I think that's fine. You want to use Dimitri Yaskin to burn some money. I think we save it for when he actually has linemates that are competent in the NHL. For me, on the the Coyote side, it's, it's all about Jacob Chikrin.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm glad you mentioned Arizona because I was kind of interested in them. Like we there's they were a team we talked about uh, often last year, but then I looked at their ownership and I was just like, no, I'll just I'll pass on that ownership. Um, I just want to bring up you like you talked about uh, Jack Roslevic and Oliver Bjorkstrand. They scored two and a half goals per 60 minutes together skating together on Columbus last year. Like that doesn't sound great, but I'm pretty sure Columbus as a team was at like 2.1. So like they were wildly outscoring the rest of their team Uh, and they're skating together again at five on five. Like we do have their ownership um, high a little bit Um, They're on, but they're under 10%. Uh, They're really cheap. I think this is a good matchup like Arizona. One of the reasons why we avoided Arizona in the past was Ronta and Kemper. Both of those guys are gone now. Like I have no concerns about that Arizona goaltending anymore. So yeah. I'm with you. I like Columbus too. Uh, give me some Zach Wierenski along with that. Uh, that's where I'm going in this game. Anything else you need to add?
1: Yeah, blue line is really Wierenski or Chickren or get out kind of. Well,
0: I, I, we should mention Connor Timmins because yeah, it, yeah, yeah. like, it looks like he's getting power play time for Arizona at mid price. But I mean, again, it's it's power play time for Arizona. So how much that is actually worth? I mean, that's up to you guys. All right, let's move it along to our next game. Tampa Bay, 3.6 implied goal total going into Detroit. Detroit has a 2.4 implied goal total. A small lineup change for Tampa Bay. They've moved Patrick Maroon up to the third line. Uh, The entire Tampa third line now is stone min price on DraftKings. You can stack them for $7,500. How about that? Uh, Top line for Detroit looks to be Larkin, Bertuzzi, and Lucas Raymond. All right. Uh, Tampa burned us a couple nights ago. What do you have here, Josh? Well,
1: first thing... We're going to have to note that Lucas Raymond must have made quite an impression on Mrs. Blashill If he made the roster, and he's on the top line. So, but this is not the spot for them. Tyler Bertuzzi, like he's not going to be playing in, in certain rogue games. So who knows how long that line sticks. Um, if you want to one off an Adam Ernie, but like, you're just picking at straws here, like for Detroit, I'm kind of out on them tonight. If you want to have some of the top line, uh, in GPPs if you're 150 maxing I think you can do that but for me I'm, I'm pretty much out on um, Detroit if you want to use the top line for Tampa that's perfectly fine like these elite lines we talk about it they're going to be owned they're expensive it just it's it's matter of per- personal preference for you if like y- you want to go point Kucherov and leave off Palat and put in Coast, that's an extra 1100 but like for me, like, I, I really like Tampa 2 here. They're cheaper. Yeah, maybe they're going to be a little bit higher owned, but you get Killorn and Stamkos, top power play with Sorelli, who we talked about before. I, I really like him. I like that as a as a full line there. Uh, other than that, like, I think really from this game, it's mostly just Tampa 2. I'll take pieces of uh, Tampa 1. And then on the Detroit side, it, it's there's really nothing that I'm excited about playing.
0: Yeah, I want to mention Tampa, too, because it was a question brought up earlier by uh, Super Chat Nick. The thing is, is that it looks like they're probably going to get line matched against Detroit's second line. And Detroit's second line is Zadina, Fabry, and Pia Suter. Now, Zadina and Fabry, when they've played together in their careers without Dylan Larkin, 31% expected goal share. Any other center but Dylan Larkin, and they're just getting absolutely trounced. I don't have a ton of faith in Tampa 2 and it does look like they're gonna be a little bit overowned. Uh, but I just I really like that line. I like that spot. I like, you know, the ownership is it's high, but it's not crazy at 13%. Um, yeah, I do like Tampa 2 here tonight. Uh, Detroit One, what I will say is that if the line matching holds from last year, they could see Tampa's bottom six. And, you know, that might be a situation where people kind of get excited. So I wouldn't, I'm, I'm probably not going to use Detroit one, but I wouldn't begrudge anybody uh, for actually using them uh, on the blue line. Uh, anything here except for correlating with your stacks? Uh,
1: the one thing I will mention Chernak, McDonough, both under three K, which seems like a misprice. Cause they're McDonough was like 4,700. Uh, Chernak was like 3,600. I like that pairing. Um, and then like, I don't know, the Detroit side, like Nick Letty power play one, like Blast Hill's living in the nineties, but I'm, you know, nothing really for me on Detroit side. I will say, uh, uncle Ned in that. If you want to get spicy in GPPs, seven, seven K, he's going to see some volume for sure. Yeah. Super
0: cheap goalie at seven K and we like our super cheap goalies here. All right. Uh, we just have, uh, two more games to get to. Just want to remind everybody, um, of our of our promo here with the promo code Crosscheck, all caps all one word uh if you want to get a uh 75 off your first week of awesome plus nhl uh before we get out of here too if you could like and subscribe uh be sure to hit that subscription to make sure uh to help uh grow our channel and click that little bell if you want to get notified whenever we go on the air all right seattle 2.7 implied gold total We're going to nashville nashville 2.9 implied gold total our boss, Jake Harry, was, r- was raving about Seattle in, in our Slack chat this morning. Uh, should we talk him off the ledge or should we join him? I
1: would never talk Jake off the ledge. I'll push him off. <laughs> 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 no, nah, like in GPPs, it makes sense. Like that top line looked pretty good the other night in Vegas. You know, um, Jaden Schwartz, super cheap, 3,200. The, the problem here is ownership. Um you know coming in over 10%, 12, 13, 14%, it does worry me in GPPs a bit. but this this you know national team on paper isn't great defensively. yeah, yosi's still there but they lost ellis which can't be understated like he was he was one of their best defensive defensemen. Uh, so yeah, it does make some sense going to seattle one here. I, I just i worry about ownership on a nine game slate here. second line if you want to use don Skoy, barry Boulay, uh they're cheap it's a cheap two-man they're coming in around one percent i think you can do that um i don't know if you want to play pay 5300 for Wenberg to go with that and then again ryan donato 2700 he scored last game i think you know there's some pieces here on the second and third lines you can get at a pretty low ownership that top line i do like but ownership's a bit uh, concerning on the nashville side uh ryan johansson 5700 lock button no he should be 2700 like this is just so overpriced that's taking me out on that top line there if you want to go to the second line Tolvine and um Grandland, luke Kunin, you know their ownership is okay but again like we talked about on opening night seattle they they're going to be a pretty good defensive team so i'm kind of out on the preds tonight if you want to have a sprinkle of them in GVPs if you are me i think that's fine for me it's you know i'm on the on the pred side it's probably going to be mostly yossi
0: yeah, I uh, like. I don't mind Nashville one. Uh, I'm higher. I think Matt Shane's gonna have a bounce back season. I think people are writing him off way too quick. I think he's just just kind of unlucky in a shortened season last year. Same thing with Philip Forsberg, Ryan Johansson. I'm less. I'm less high on. Um, but yeah, I mean they're at home and they're gonna be on the top line, top power play unit for 17-3 at 2%. Uh, like I'm not. Like I'm probably gonna try to get them at least in one lineup, but uh, Seattle. What I noticed about Seattle's ice time in their first game is they played their top six a ton and the bottom six, not a lot. It was like 20 to 21 minutes for the top line, like 18 to 19 for the second line and like 10 to 14 for the bottom six. So um, if you're going to play Seattle, I would probably stick to the top six. I do. I don't mind the second line. But like you said, 5,300 Wenberg is tough to stomach. I don't even mind like. Dumping down to the third line. Like you said, Donato, I don't mind Morgan Geeky either. I my, Like that's a little two man I might try to find myself uh, putting in here tonight. So na- Seattle two and three uh, here for me. Um, we had a question about UC Saros. How high is he on your goalie uh, depth chart here tonight?
1: I like him tonight. But, like I know Seattle scored a bunch of goals in Vegas, but like shot volume is going to be concerning with them at some point. So like AK, I think. If you're using Preds is fine. If you want to consider him in cash, I think it's okay as well, but he's not a super high priority for me tonight.
0: All right. I uh, just want to mention that uh, coming up after the show, we have the Yahoo Thursday night NFL show with Adam and Greg. Uh, so if you want to stick around for a little bit of NFL talk, that'll be coming up here in five minutes or so. We're going to get to this last game through this last game real quick. Vegas 3.1 implied gold total going into Los Angeles. The Kings have a two and a half implied gold total. Uh, the Los Angeles Kings, their entire top line looks to be on the top power play unit. Vegas is just coming off a win. What do you see here real quick, Josh?
1: Uh, Kopitar is going to get the Stevenson line. The Kopitar line defensively is not what it was in years past, especially with Arv- Arvids there now. So I do really like Vegas one. Um, the Danilo Kempe, I follow line should be pretty decent defensively. So for that reason, I'm going to be underweight, which I normally am anyway on Vegas, on Vegas too. Um, if you want to use Vegas three, I think that's fine. They're super cheap. If you want a two man, Patrick and Dodonoff for power play one of 5,200, I think, you know, that's fine on the Kings side. Um, I, re- I don't really like going into the Stevenson patch stone line. So I'm out for the most part on Kings one, um, Kings two is a bit interesting to me, but they're kind of wait and see. Cause their power play correlation isn't great. And then Kings three, you know, if, you know, you got some guys on power play too, but their minutes early in the season are probably going to be pretty good, big concern. So for, re- for me, really, it's just Vegas one for me in this game.
0: Yeah, I like Vegas three here. One, it's the price and two, it's the matchup. You have a lot of young guys in the in the Los Angeles bottom six. And I think Vegas can take advantage of that. So I do like Patrick and Donoff here tonight on the blue line. Um, too many Too many expensive defensemen here to do anything other than correlate, I think. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you have salary, Martinez is fine. Petrangelo is fine. He's a bit pricey, so I prefer Martinez. If you're using Vegas power play, Theodore is fine. But on the King side, their non-power play guys are too expensive for me.
0: All right, I'm going to ask you for uh, your for your hat trick pick. I'm going to say my hat trick pick for tonight is Sam Bennett. And I also like Cal Peterson as one of my favorite goalies on the slate. Who do you like?
1: I'm going to say Bjorkstrand.
0: Bjorkstrand. All right, there you go. Oliver Bjorkstrand and Sam Bennett are your hat trick picks all right for producer chris for mr uh for josh harris our single entry assassin i'm michael clifford thank you everybody for joining in don't forget to stick around for a little nfl talk we'll be back for some nhl on saturday morning
1: okay round two name something that's not boring